It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Top Stories, the bonus extra free bonus podcast where we bring you a bit of an old podcast, the Bugle podcast specifically. It's part of our 15th anniversary celebrations, the media event of the millennium so far, of course. For our fifth episode of Top Story, we go back to our second episode after the Bugle relaunched in 2016, after John Oliver retired from the show to spend more time learning to knit and growing pumpkins on his allotment, and hosting his TV show, that too. Today's Top Story comes from the Bugle debut of Nish Kumar back in October 2016. It was our first in-depth look at Brexit, which happened during our hiatus. Whoops. Uh, sorry. Here we are then, from episode 4002, Where's My Knighthood? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Top story this week, and indeed this year on this side of the Atlantic, uh, Brexit. Uh, for those of you who rely on this audio newspaper for all of your news. Uh, and we know you're out there. <laughs> we, we do indeed know you're out there. And you're probably, as a result, much happier than the rest of the world <laughs> um, from our 18-month absence. Uh, the big story in Britain this year is that the United Kingdom, which is an increasingly odd name for this country, has voted... 
for Brexit. We have voted to leave the European Union. Well, we voted for Brexit, and since then, since that day on the 23rd of June, we have been trying to find out exactly what Brexit is. Um, I mean, maybe it was worth having a bit of a natter about that first, but, you know, we've dived in, two-footed, head-first, and I've got to work out what's going to happen. I mean, Nish, this... This has, you know, it's been the, obviously the defining political story of this year, probably this millennium. So yeah, far it's for definitely, uh, it's definitely headline news. Yeah, um, it's. I mean, as I discussed in my little bugle trailer, it was. Uh, I have certain feelings about the result, <laughs> which manifested themselves in a painful bout of diarrhoea <laughs> uh, immediately as soon as I found out about the uh, EU referendum. And uh, yeah, it's talk has been of absolutely nothing else. Since the uh, since the twenty third of June, when I confidently predicted in a Nando's opposite Euston station that there was quote absolutely no way we will be leaving the European Union to my friend Chris, uh, who looked slightly confused at me, and uh, I was just following all the uh, poll results, Andy. But uh, one thing we have learned from this year is that the British public does not like polls, and that is in a couple of different spellings of that word. <laughs> And also, we will li- we will lie to opinion polls. That's the last thing. It's like a boxer's punch, isn't it? It's the last thing that you lose as a nation. We will, you know, whatever. We don't really know who we are anymore in Britain, but we will bullshit opinion pollsters until our dying breath. Yeah, that is what we've learned from the last two years. I guess the five. There's the five great journalistic questions: uh, who, where, what, when, why. I don't know if it's in that order or not. <laughs> You're a qualified journalist, aren't you, Nish? Yeah, yeah, famously. But I think, you know, for, for Brexit, the five great questions are uh, who the f***, what the f***, why the f***, when the f***, and where the f*** are we going to end up? <laughs> and also, how the f*** did we get here? Um, are you bleeping all these out, Chris? Yes. Right. Um, I mean, that's given away that you don't do it live. So. <laughs> It's a very strenuous job, live bleeping. I mean, well, you could just pretend you don't have your headphones on. Uh, according to our new f- buddy contract, um, we are contractually obliged to be editing both our f- and our f- right. What the f***, mate? Well, I don't we know. Did that, the... But we did that anyway before we had a contract, so it's not like the man is all of a sudden. Right. I don't know who these f- are, but I don't think you want to be f***ing around with them. I've lost count. <laughs> That's the problem. You get Kumar in. You get you get the you get a Croydon boy in. Yeah. Things that the air is going to turn blue. That's right. They don't call me Nish Bloomar for nothing. <laughs> what it seemed to me happened with Brexit, Nish, is that um, it was uh, almost like a fast twitch vote, but we just kind of went, ah, I've got it. And basically, we were left as a nation. We were left in an empty room. There was nothing in that room yeah. apart from a single electrical socket. And inevitably, at some point, we were going to put our penis in that socket. <laughs> That's, that is what happened, and now, now we have to deal with it. Well, it's also, I think, who the f*** is a really interesting question to ask about Brexit, because it's really thrust some of the previously fringe lunatic <laughs> political figures right square into the limelight. You know, we're talking about someone like... Liam Fox or uh, Boris Johnson to an extent. I mean, he was already pretty prominent, but this has really given him some new credibility. And the current uh, minister for Brexit, uh, the child of unimaginative naming magazine's parents of the year, David <laughs> Davis, who is absolutely front and centre. And it's amazing to think that just a year ago, these people were considered kind of dangerous fringe whack jobs, <laughs> including someone like Theresa May, who about 12 months ago on a... Uh, 
televisual, satirical television show in Britain, I uh, made some fairly uncharitable remarks about Theresa May that may well be about to come and bite me in the behind. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what exactly, I mean, can you share this with us before you are uh, you know, incarcerated for the next 30 years? Well, I sort of made fun of Theresa May because about a year ago, Theresa May was the sort of fringe candidate for Conservative leadership. It's almost hard to imagine what that period of time was like because it seemed like before the referendum that it was absolutely uh, George Osborne's job to lose. Uh, maybe Boris Johnson might get in there. And Theresa May was suggesting some pretty outlandish stuff, like, for example, deporting immigrants who earned less than £30,000 a year. <laughs> and uh, I went on a television show and made some uh, slightly uh, derogatory remarks about that policy and then suggested I was in the process of stealing a white comedian's job by being there. <laughs> and uh, 12 months on, those remarks do not look very sensible, Andy. <laughs> this could be my first and last bugle appearance. <laughs> well, Boris Johnson was, was an inter- interesting case because, I mean, there wasn't much in his past that suggested he was going to come out massively anti the European Union. Yeah, absolutely not. And th- I think the most... Almost the most extraordinary thing of the whole campaign and aftermath was the look on his face <laughs> after winning. Win, win, I use winning in inverted commas. I don't know if it's a win-lose situation. Because it was, he had the face of someone who, who'd been all excited and having a lot of fun and if he was going to go out and see something really exciting like a public hanging. And then <laughs> instead of a public hanging, he'd been forced to watch a snooker match. And not just any snooker match, but a best of 35 frame grindingly tedious match between Peter Ebden and Alan McManus. Nothing but remorseless safety play. And that look of kind of almost devastation on his face. If he's looking at the future thinking, this is not this is not what I wanted. I wanted to lose by one vote and be be a grey hero. Yeah, his it seemed like a tactical move at the time because Boris was popular with moderate Tories but seemed to be slightly mistrusted by the right wing of the party. And by coming out for Brexit, it seemed like it was an absolute win-win for him. I mean, Boris supporting the Brexit is very much his springtime for Hitler. <laughs> like, it was a deliberately... Designed, like I didn't realise he was such a fan of Mel Brooks's film, <laughs> but his whole political decision appears to be a sort of impromptu homage to the producers. <laughs> and more revelations keep on coming out. And uh, recently, there seems to have been confirmation that Boris Johnson did, in fact, write two separate articles one in favour and one against Brexit (laughs) before the referendum. And I think it was the Telegraph ran his pro-Brexit piece, but he had apparently already prepared one completely contradicting what he said. And that's, you know, that's not an unreasonable debating tactic to try and assess both sides by arguing. But it does seem a bit weird that he wrote a full article. I mean, I'm pretty sure Martin Luther King, when he was prepping the I Have a Dream speech, did not also prep a speech that started, I did not have a dream, (laughs) I slept soundly. Please leave. <laughs> um, I was a bit worried where you're going with that, Martin Luther King. That could have ended in a very different way. Brexit Britain. Um, so now the debate is over exactly what type of Brexit Brexit is going to be. Whether yep. it's going to be you know soft Brexit, medium Brexit, or hard Brexit. I mean, it's a sliding scale of Brexit hardness <laughs> from gently flaccid to stonkingly raging erection <laughs> from the kind of and, and it seems that you know a lot of government seems to be going for a kind of the maximum hardness of brexit bonerism in which uh, <laughs> they're sort of advocating a new british dawn of british britishness involving a fully he- helicoptering granite phallus <laughs> unconcerned by what it knocks over in its path so um, 
It does seem like it does seem somewhat ironic, given the hostility towards continental Europe, that Theresa May seems intent on serving Brexit like a rare French steak. <laughs> like it's just looking at it seems worrying, and it looks like it's going to be very, very bloody. <laughs> I'll chuck a few capers on it. It'll be fine. <laughs> Um, as long as the mustard is English. <laughs> so we're basically now thrashing out the details of one of the most complicated divorce settlements in history. But yeah. I mean, it's not quite a divorce. In, I mean, it's an unusual divorce in that 48% of the spouse who's filed for divorce really did not want to leave, <laughs> whilst quite a bit of the remaining 52% of that spouse is is not entirely sure anymore. <laughs> but, we, but we've made a phone call to a lawyer, so we have to go through with it now. We cannot back out at this point. Thank you for listening. For information on The Bugle, any forthcoming live shows, other podcasts in The Bugle stable, and our voluntary subscription stroke listener donation scheme, go to thebuglepodcast.com. Another top story on Monday. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss Lime Bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.